uh, want to talk for a moment about uh, the difference between disinfecting and killing germs, microbes, viruses, whatever, on surfaces uh, when you use one kind of alcohol versus another kind. You didn't know there were different kinds, but there are. And if you're worried about getting sick, it's kind of natural to bring out uh, bleaches and rubbing alcohol. And both of these products are effective at disinfecting, but uh, there is a counterintuitive rule of thumb when it comes to cleaning with alcohol, and it has to do with killing germs. If you use 70%, you're probably more effective than using the 91%, much less if you could even find it, the 100% stuff. And I'm not sure exactly why. I have an idea, but I've got somebody online who actually is because she works in that area. Dr. Elizabeth Scott is a professor of microbiology at Simmons Center for Hygiene and Health in Home and Community at Simmons University in Boston. Hi, doctor. Hi, good morning. Thanks so much for taking time out of what I'm sure is a busy day to talk to us. But uh, explain the difference. Why is 70% alcohol what I want for disinfection rather than the uh, stronger stuff? Okay, great. So, Peter, I think you're talking about actually um, hand sanitizers, uh, the alcohol hand sanitizers that we use on our skin. Pretty much. And, uh, yep. Um, And 70% is... um, the most effective uh, target uh, to go for because it's, I know, and it sounds counterintuitive, but the reason is that the, the, the water that's in the alcohol, so it's 70% water, 30, uh, sorry, 70% alcohol, 30% water, that water allows the alcohol to move across the membranes on the outside of the virus or uh, on the outside of a bacteria. It's a complex biochemistry thing, but suffice to say, it allows the alcohol to get into the membrane and and bust open that membrane. So what happens if uh, I were to use the high, I'll call it the high test stuff, 91% alcohol, that takes the outside membrane off, but it doesn't kill what's going on in there. No, the, the higher the alcohol concentration, the, the harder it is for the alcohol to actually get into the membrane. Okay. It's a complex relationship between the molecules in the membrane and the alcohol. So if somebody decided, well, I, you know, the best thing to disinfect surfaces in my house, forget about uh, what we're putting on our hands, we can get to that in a moment, uh, and I want to use alcohol, which is an effective disinfectant, uh, the 70% alcohol is what I have to use because if I use the 91%, I run the risk of leaving active bacteria or virus uh, remnants that can infect me on those surfaces, Correct. Correct. You need to go to the same with whatever kind of disinfectant you're using on a surface. You need to go to the appropriate concentration to make that, uh, you know, and that's the concentration that's tested and proven to work on the surface. So there are a lot of these uh, hand disinfectants, we call them hand sanitizers, available on the market. They are alcohol-based, and from what I can see, they use 70% alcohol. Some use 60%. Uh, The rest of it is fill. Uh, I understand that if you want to make it yourself, and I understand that because I did, I used 70% (laughs) alcohol, uh, and I mixed it two-thirds with one-third of uh, the mixture being aloe vera, and um, they say you can put in some essential oils if you want to make it nice and soft on your hands. I didn't. I don't know if it's working, but I'm told that it should. 
Yes, you know, I, 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 a lot of people are trying to do this right now, and understandably, because there is a shortage of hand sanitizers on, uh, on the shelves at the store. I am concerned about it because it is a little bit of a complex um, chemistry piece of work to do this. And my concern is that people may end up creating a, a, a product, if you like, that isn't actually effective, but they're assuming that it is. So they sort of get false uh, sense of support from it. Well, I mean, for all I know, that could be me. So why don't you take a moment and tell us uh, if we do have to do this, and I decided I had to do it because I couldn't find uh, the products that I wanted on the shelves, uh, what what is the way to do it where you can feel reasonably confident that you're doing it right? Well, actually, I, I would actually like to take this in a slightly different direction and say, you know, the gold standard for hand hygiene is hand washing with regular soap and water. So that's the thing that we should all be doing, a thorough hand wash. The hand sanitizers are a good second-line backup, but they're not the gold standard, and they don't remove uh, all bacteria and viruses nearly as effectively as hand soap does. Again, okay. it's, kind of counter, it's kind of counterintuitive, I think. People think that hand sanitizers are what's used in hospitals, so that must be the best thing, but it's actually not the case. So if I'm at home and uh, and I frequently wash my hands, and I do, uh, so I'm speaking about me, but I think I speak for a lot of people, uh, and I use soap, I, it doesn't matter what brand, Ivory Dove, whatever, and I do the, uh, the happy birthday routine. Um, and if people don't know what I'm talking about, it takes 20 seconds to, in your uh, inner voice, sing happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, and so forth the song, one stanza, uh, then you've done and you've, you've soaped up and washed the tips of your fingers well, you're doing the best thing you possibly could. Absolutely. Uh, the, the third part of it is a trifecta, a perfect trifecta, which is rubbing uh, with the soap for 20 seconds. I prefer to use um, Dolly Parton's Jolene in my head. That's what I sing to myself. <laughs> Well, we all, we all have our, our peccadillos and, and proclivities. But a thorough hand washing for 20 seconds, followed by rinsing, followed by thorough drying. That's the perfect trifecta for keeping your hands clean. And if can you're I doing ask that, a question? you don't can, need to be using hand sanitizer all the time. All right. Can I ask a question about drying? Because you mentioned it. Yeah. Should we be drying on a fresh paper towel, or is it okay to use the standard in-bathroom home-washed uh, terry cloth towel? And if so, how often can we use it before it, too, needs to be um, put through the washer and dryer? Are you talking about at home? If you're at home, you can use your terry towels. You don't need to be using paper towels. Okay. And the question of how often to wash really depends on whether uh, people at home are sick or healthy. You know, if people are healthy, then you're going to, um, you know, wash a towel every couple of days. If someone's actively ill in the home, or then they probably need to have their own towel and not share it with everybody else. And that should be washed um, on a at least a daily basis. Okay, so if you're at home and you're a couple of people or four people, whatever it is, and as far as you know, there's nobody testing positive for either COVID-19 or anything else, so we're, you know, we're talking about a healthy family here, uh, the normal routine of wash and dry on the towels, the normal routine of washing with soap and water and doing it for at least 20 seconds, whether it's to Jolene or happy birthday, um, should suffice just fine. How often do you recommend washing, given that we're doing normal home routine chores? 
So we, we, it's very clearly understood when are the important times to wash your hands. So, you know, before preparing food, before eating, after preparing food, after using the bathroom, uh, after uh, working with, with pets, after working outdoors, all of those things are regular times when you should target hand washing. Uh, uh, after blowing, sneezing and coughing and blowing your nose is another very important time to target hand washing. Then it's called using your head, as, as far as I can see, because that's what I think people who are reasonably sanitary and thinking about their personal hygiene are doing anyway. Can I ask another question that uh, people are, are really interested about? We hear about don't touch your eyes or your nose or your face to any extent uh, because those are the, uh, the surfaces where you've got exposed mucous membranes and you can uh, easily infect uh, the body by, by touching them if you have virus on the surface of your hands. Is it okay to scratch around your eyes or rub the sleep out of them, provided you are practicing hand washing? It, it makes perfect sense that if you've just washed and cleaned your hands, now is the safer time to, to touch your face. Yes. Okay. I go to the gym a lot. So do a, a lot of other people. The gym uh, that I go to, and I think most of them, have equipped with uh, hand sanitizer dispensers all over the place with um, cleaners that are spray-on and paper towels to uh, make sure that the equipment is sanitary. I assume that uh, probably every single time you use a new machine, you should be uh, using those paper towels and the the uh, uh, the material that they're providing to sanitize them, and you should probably be using the hand sanitizer between every exercise where you're going to a new machine or a new mat. Yeah, that makes complete sense. And and I've actually, you know, you keep saying COVID virus and other, other infections, which is the absolute correct advice because for, you know, we've been giving this advice uh, for for decades now, um, and the important thing for I think is when you go into the gym, there's usually hand sanitizer there in the entrance way. Use the hand sanitizer on the way in. Most people you see do it on the way out, but we need to be taking responsibility for not carrying pathogens, bacteria, and viruses into the gym. You know, we all have to take responsibility for that. I think you so, have given uh, us... Uh, go ahead, finish. So, you know, I just want to say, use the hand sanitizers as you enter and leave. Perfect. Dr. Elizabeth Scott, you have provided uh, what sounds like simple information, but it's simple information that everybody, if they're not using it, should be using. And I think you've done us a great service this morning. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much indeed. Be well. Uh, yeah, you do the same. Dr. Elizabeth Scott, Professor of Microbiology at Simmons Center for Hygiene and Health in Home and Community at Simmons University in Boston. I'd love to see her business card. That's a long title, but she knows what she's talking about.